0: What's up, you guys? It's Jamie here, bringing you a nice update on your Saturday morning for those Friday night games. So If you're enjoying these, please hit like and subscribe. I really appreciate that. I'm going to jump straight into the Rabbitohs and the Bulldogs game. and There weren't too many shining lights in this one. The big one was Damian Cook there with a nice 80 score again. And What I'm really noticing with him in his scores this year is when he's playing those lesser teams, we obviously had the, the Manly side and then we had the Bulldogs, that he's, he's got out of the dummy half a little bit more. And, and made a a few more, you know, obviously a couple of line breaks, but yeah, getting getting more runs, getting more run meters, and, and doing really well, and getting a few tries there, like he did uh, on the weekend, and then actually got a bit of an early mark um, with 65 minute played only, and you know missed out the chance of getting up near 100. So um, that's where we're at with Cook, and I think that's going to be that's going to be his type of scoring, and he now sits at a, at pretty much his average uh, as to what he was priced at at the start of the year. So if you've held him this whole time. Well done to you, he's he's done exactly what you need him to and expect a little bit more volatility with Cook this year, I think, than than previous years. just because they have so many weapons in this side. But it's good to see that in the games where they're playing those lesser teams that he's actually, you know, scoring better. I thought he might you know he might have a little bit of attacking stats, but his tackles might drop down. But he, he was he was up over thirty tackles, I think, at halftime. So awesome work for Cookie. Um and obviously Adam Reynolds did really well also and and you know when you're when you're the halfback and you, and you kick goals, it's going to be really helpful for your side. And he picked up 85 points, just doing a bit of everything. A little bit more like that Nathan Cleary mould, where he's got you know, a little bit less kick metres, but you know, a couple of turnover tackles, 140 metres, you know, 21 tackles, 7 goals a try. So a bit of everything there. And, and if you have him in your side, then he's going to start making a little bit of cash now, as he's lost 63 over the first few games. So you know, I don't think let that many people hold him, but... Now Jackson Topine comes in off the bench, and you know Lockie Lewis goes down injured, and this will be interesting to see how he recovers because he was really groggy after that, you know, that concussion. So Avrile might come back for all those people that are trading him out, like myself. Um, he might end up coming back, but but Topine came on and made forty six tackles for zero misses in his debut, which was amazing work, and comes in at two hundred twenty eight k and in the edge position. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him in the coming weeks, but I wouldn't be expecting big minutes from him. Unless he managed to get that starting spot, but I doubt that would happen. So that's Topine there. Flying comes out with fifty eight and, and kinda of just does okay in a team that was terrible this week. So fifty six point three average over his first four. Nothing to sneeze at and I suppose it's you know, what you're hoping for with him. I suppose you would be liking Bulldogs to be playing a bit better, but you know, there's not much you can do with that one. At this stage they've been very bad, but you know, Rabideau's looked okay in this game. Yeah, nothing nothing special I would say. Um which is scary when you beat someone thirty-eight nil. But dogs are just really bad at the moment, unfortunately. Cody Walker picks up another two tries and a fifty-six score with the tries too. So a little bit annoying. You'd be kind of hoping that in those game, games where he's getting doubles that he's getting up around that seventy to eighty, which which will you know balance out those scores where he gets the thirty or forty when I mean, he doesn't do as much. So a little bit annoying if you have him, but you, you'll take his couple of fifty-point scores in a row. Josh Mansour comes in and, and scores really well got a try early in the game and, and a bit more back to what his usual output would be with eight tackle breaks 140 meters usually makes a few more meters than that but happy with him, but he's still uh, he's still losing some cash and he'll he'll bottom out pretty shortly with an average of 34 and that's sort of getting closer to where he's priced at currently. so that's with him there. Renouf for Tony got the uh, got the start the number 13 jersey and picked up 45 minutes so solid work for him and if you have him on your bench'll he'll, he'll make a little bit of cash for you this week but I uh, don't see that happening any any regularly at all because Josh Jackson and Luke Thompson are coming back this in this next week so uh, well done to him if you were able to play him this week that's a taller gets 50 in his 43 minutes but not someone that you want to be thinking about too much there Dylan Napa decent game Katoa a few people asked me about him with the, getting in you know, you end up getting an 80 minute role but I think he only got probably only got the 80 minutes because uh, because um, Lockie um, Lucky Lewis went down early, uh, so probably would have been spelled. But forty-eight in, in 80 minutes and nothing crazy. When he's already priced at three ninety-one, and I wouldn't be wanting wanting to bring many dogs plays in at, at this stage. Uh, Hetherington had a much better game after we've told everyone to sell him, but still fifty-seven minutes. He's, he's getting the big minutes and just had a, a bit of a better game, even with a a few crappy penalties there. Um, Jaden Suwa's there, Burgess Arrow forty-two and forty-one minutes, so less minutes now, but you know season average of 52.3 he's still kind of holding what you know what we thought he'd get around that you know I I said around that 50 average I'd expected um but his money make money making potential that people were hoping for at the start isn't really there Campbell grain is someone I've been speaking about a little bit he's lost 90k and he's definitely a keeper in the center so these are the types of guys you want to be looking at and I was tempted to bring him in I just wanted to see the the bunnies go right a little bit more, and, and he obviously saw that they're still going very much left. But he had a, a very nice game, 130 meters, turnover, tackle, three three breaks, 18 tackles there, uh, and a couple of offloads. So look to him to start to bottom out in his price very soon. He'll lose a little bit more that cash this week, but then hopefully if you know a couple more games like that, if he starts scoring tries, then he's going to be a keeper uh, come the end of the year. The troll Mitchell was 42. This comes to the point where there's a few a few players that you're like, ooh, this is a bit not so good. If we look at Luttrell's scoring over the first you know bunch of weeks there, think about how many people brought him in after round one, yeah. And we're going to go for, and we're going to have a look at what's going on from there. Picks up 84 in round one. Awesome. If you started with him, great. You've got his you've got his average of, of 51.5 and you've made some cash and, and done well. Awesome. If you haven't done that, you've picked him up round two and he's he's got a thirty seven, a forty-three and a forty-two. So that comes out an, at an average of just over forty, right? If you're paying five hundred and ninety K, you're looking for him to turn into a keeper and average somewhere but you know somewhere closer to fifty and unfortunately you've got an average of forty right now. So that's the the worry with chasing points, for example, is you're picking up a guy that you're expecting to do amazingly well at that first price. You know, something happened with, with Brett Morris, for example. You know, scored three tries each, each of the first couple of games. It's like, oh, he's always going to score that way. It's not how it works. Even with, like, Latrell, someone who does, you know, he's going to be at that roller coaster. He's going to be up and down. But for him, it, you know, a little bit more consistent, actually. But consistently just under keeper status. So be aware of that. He's going to have the odd game where he gets the 70 or 80. But then a lot of these games are going to be around that 30 to 40. And you might even expect a, a 25 to 30. Uh, with Latrell, his meters gained have improved a lot this year, which is great, and I, and you could probably assume that his base is going to be a little bit higher than what it has in pre- has been in previous years. But just something to think about when you're chasing points like that, uh, if you didn't have him from round one. But that's an interesting one there. <clears throat> All right, Cam Murray picked up 53 minutes, but did have a head injury, so less minutes than what he would usually play, and, and that's what you've got to look at with Murray. His PPM's still strong. If he's playing up at around 70 minutes, then he's going to be scoring in the mid-50s and be a good scorer in your team. So try not to rush uh, or panic with, with Cam Murray at this stage because it was just a, an off game with him getting um, having a decent head injury and going off early for, you know, for the 27 minutes there before he came back. So try not to stress with him. Um, we'll move on to Adam Elliott, who was a bit of an interesting one. Did get the 80 minutes, just, just didn't get to do too much as they were getting beat up a bit. And I suppose this is going to happen fairly regularly. Didn't get the attacking stats that he normally has, and and much less on the run-meter run, run meter side at 87. So, unfortunate for those guys that brought him in, there was a, a big uh, increase in, in people buying him. I saw a lot of people were bringing him in at that 6.77, looking for him to be like a mid-50s keeper. Okay, so he's just under 5% ownership now, so... Uh, interesting for him but it's just unfortunate if he brought him in and he's going to come back and do really well over the next few weeks so I wouldn't be stressed about that but yeah just bad timing Gagai with 34 this week again it's going to be one of his lower games when he doesn't score any tries crazy when they score 38 and both centers didn't score any but um, I think Allen moved to the wing probably he's going to get the fullback spot now with Meany going to be out for a bit Colomitangi yeah this is my worry with him not that he would get 27 but I thought somewhere in the mid 30s would be kind of his his, his lesser games Still running the ball hard and hitting the line hard, but just not able to, just doesn't have the footwork, I think, to bend the line and to to dominate there. So not getting the tackle breaks and offloads that you'd be looking for with him. And when they're dominating, he's not tackling as much. So that was kind of the worry with him, at you know bringing him in around that 400K mark after that decent first game. Uh, was just like, okay, is, is he going to be able to score mid-40s on a regular basis? And obviously he hasn't been able to do that. So he's definitely a hold for a couple of weeks, but... I'd be watching to see him at at 400k uh, with no dual position or anything like that. I don't think he's going to be a great option, unfortunately. Nick Kotrick was someone I was tempted to buy, and he's had two low weeks in a row now, and a bit of a tough one for him. He's had, what, four errors and five missed tackles this game, but had two turnover tackles and still got 24. So tough signs for for any of the backs in the Bulldogs team, and that's why I decided to stay stay clear of him. Yes, he's going to have games where he gets 7, 8, 10 tackle breaks, and get you around to forty, but how many tries are you going to score? That's my worry. He needs to score some tries for to do really well. Uh, the rest of the guys hop away. He's losing some cash, and, and yeah, I think anyone in the dog side, just not on the in the backs especially, isn't going to go very well. So uh, that's it for that team, uh, that game, guys. Let me know what your thoughts on that one was. Uh, we'll move to the God team of the day, Ryan Pappenhausen. Here he is, 124, second highest score ever, only to Nathan Cleary, I believe. So. It's just incredible. Had four tries at the half, eighty-seven points, just just crazy. How how good is little puppy? He's, I think if there's anyone in the in the league that I want to meet in person, I think it's it's Pat. What a legend. <laughs> anyway, enough uh, enough fanfare. Four tries, five goals, tries this, couple of line breaks, ten tackle breaks, three hundred meters gained, three offloads, a uh, couple of kick three kick diffuses and a force dropout. out. So just just everywhere, and I wouldn't be expecting you know him to average around 70 i'm expecting him to be in that top tier with ponga teddy and and i think pap is now the number three so amazing work for him currently averaging 84 and if you, you know if you uh were missing him and cleary last week then uh it was great to have them back that's for sure money monster has come in with a 68 so he said a, a, a 62 season average so far and, and that's for anyone who brought him in they were hoping that he would average that with the goal kicking and he's doing it without the goal kicking, which is awesome. And you know, 62 average puts him up yeah, at about the 800k mark, uh, which is where Tohu Harris is. So if he can keep that up over the next few weeks, he'll quickly uh, make make those price gains. He'll be up over 700k this week, but getting up towards 800k. And, and that 31 tackles and 270 metres is an awesome base when you know he's a runner of the ball and is going to get tackle breaks and, and offloads and stuff with the odd try. So how good was his touch, though? So I don't think I'd anywhere near that, that soccer touch, but awesome work from Munster there. Anthony Milford is has come out and, and done pretty well, had one really low game. But it was cool to see him do well against a strong team and, and his kicks are, you know he's got a really good torpedo um and kicks the ball really hard um you know which is really good for them out of trouble but also in in a you know around forty metres out and, and put popping it straight up and and uh and, and getting you know other team to, to drop the ball etc. But against Storm it's gonna happen a bit less against Pappy, and George Jennings did actually pretty well, um, taking a lot of those t- catches. But Milford just in everything. Five hundred forty-five kick meters was awesome. Yeah, you know, not missing tackles. Got a couple of turnover tackles. Hundred and sixteen meters. Just doing everything, which is great. Uh, and then we move to oh, well, last, say, last thing to say with with Milford is um, if you have him, I think you can actually keep him. He's got some cash to make now. You know, forty-nine average puts him up near six, seven hundred K. So if you can keep it up over the next few weeks, he's gonna have some big price rises. Yeah, doesn't have to score sixty-seven, but in the mid mid forties would be awesome. Uh, there are a lot of half options, and I know a lot of people traded him out over the last few weeks. So there you go. Jake Turpin doing exactly what we hope for. Fifty-three point three average puts him thirteen points over his starting average. And if he can get, if he can keep that up around that fifty mark, he's going to be priced at seven hundred k ish over the next sort of three to four weeks if he if he can average that over the next over that next time. So awesome work for him. Fifty-six tackles, no misses in a team that got absolutely smashed. Well done to you, Turps. One one kick out of dummy half and, and forty three run meters. So awesome work for him. If you got him, keep him in there. Great work on your bench to you know cover someone like Brayley or McCulloch or you know Cook or anything like that. Olam comes back and he's he's actually playing really well and scoring much better than he has in previous years. There was a guy that was spraying me for for uh, not telling him to, to go for Olam and, and he comes back with a with an awesome fifty nine, so I hope you kept him, mate. <laughs> but uh yeah, just did a little bit of everything. Six tackle breaks, fifteen tackles, hundred and seventy meters, really good. Uh, George Jennings is there. Payne Haas is a welcome back, 53. So you know, kind of what we expected. Probably more minutes than we would have hoped, uh, would have thought. I was thinking around the 60 minute, 60 minute mark, but I think he's just itching to play, so they yeah you know, throw him out there for a bit longer. But you know, somewhere in the 60s is probably where where Payne's going to be. Played the first sort of 50 odd minutes, had a little break, and then came back. So he still looked damaging. He looked like he was bending the line as normal, but you know, three only three tackle breaks, no offloads. Thirty-three tackles is pretty normal for for where he's at. You just expect a little bit more attacking stats uh, for him to for him to be up in that high sixties to seventy where he's average. So he's going to lose a little bit of cash, and I think yeah, as we said, that's someone you can wait on for a little bit until he gets in the eight hundreds, and then possibly pick him up there. Christian Welch, what a legend! I decided to keep him uh, as I needed to get some cover in the centres, and, and he and he served me well. I was I was worried that he might you know, get around a 40, I didn't think you'd get anywhere near 30 again, but, you know, around that 40 mark would be, uh, where I was thinking, but picked up 59 minutes, so an extra about 10 minutes there, extra 13 minutes on last week, uh, allowed him to do well, and he picked up five offloads to go along with 180 meters and 26 tackles, which was great, and, um, you know, couldn't expect anything more for him, and and I believe that puts him in about a 46 average, so he's still six points above his starting price, which, you know, you can't really complain about, um, you know, glad I, I kept him over Tino, uh, Obviously, it would have been nice to start with a couple of other guys, but you can see that it's very normal to be inconsistent. Like someone like Adam Elliott had a bunch of good games, and then he has a low one, and that's and that's going to happen with these forwards. And when the game doesn't go their way, they don't get as many run meters, whatever it is. So just be wary of something like that with with Welch, and he's probably going to be a hold over the next few weeks. I think you know if he can have games where he might get a forty, but then he might get a fifty odd. He's definitely not going to be a keeper. Unless he can keep the sixty minute average, um, that's why I think he can definitely hold him over the next few weeks and see what happens. Brandon Smith everyone <laughs> know, used to hear his interview after the game he's like, yeah, I just faked an injury put it on just put it on ice after about twenty up. How good is he the forty eight points in fifty two minutes was 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 good enough to to score to score fairly well for him and it looks like Harry Graham might be back shortly, so Brandon Smith's going to be a sell from there. It's cool to see uh Jordan Ricky play really well especially in that second half, like especially with his scoring, he was about on about fifteen or sixteen at the half, and then picked up over thirty points in that second half. So it's good to see his work rate's really strong. Forty-one tackles for three misses, has you know was running hard and, and almost got through the line a few times, but yeah, you know, he picked up the one one ta- uh, tackle bus and one offload. So you know did as much as you can expect, um, you know, in, in a losing team and, and you know an average of forty-seven. Uh, he made forty-four k last week, so he'll be expected to make something very similar to that this week. And that 46.8 average puts him up in the 600. So he's got another 150, 180k to make, at least if he can keep this up. And if he has that big game where he gets 60 or 70 again, then then the sky's the limit. So awesome with Ricky. You keep playing him in your side and you'll do well. Uh, Jerome Hughes is around that 45. He's still sitting around that 47 average. So um, someone that hasn't done perfectly and he's losing a little bit of cash for anyone's side. But it's still going to be a hold in a great team. So... You know, it's what we've noticed recently you know if you're in those better teams that the, the extra stats just come the tackle breaks the tries the the whatever so um really good for him deden got some some time this week Lodge came back with twenty nine and forty nine minutes so it wasn't exactly what you know, anyone would have been hoping for and you know if you tr- if you held that long then that's annoying but destiny serviceable in the losing side. One only one that one tackle break, but three offloads there, and, and you know fairly solid in defence, which is good. Fifteen tackles, two misses, eighty-two meters. You know, did he did what you kind of were hoping for, and you make a little bit more cash. But he does have a tough four weeks coming up, so be it'll be hard pressed him scoring a try over the next few weeks. But he'll he'll do enough of a job in your centres, for example, if you need him. Pat Carrigan, 44, uh, 44 minutes. What was going on there? really alarming there 28 he's going to go down a fair bit of cash he'll probably bottom out somewhere in the mid 600s I'd say but very strange still an average of 50 but think you know an average of 50 if he keeps that up over the next few weeks that's under 700k so um at this stage he'd probably hold another week or two but alarming signs that he got 44 I'd be expecting somewhere between 50 to 60 minutes for him but yeah david mead sort of sticking to that up and down trend a 33 average yeah we'll put him around that 400k if he keeps that up but yeah said so they've got a tough tough bunch of rounds coming up. So if you need him as cover on the bench, keep him. But if not, you don't really need him. Pangai Jr., this was the issue, 31 minutes. So with with uh, Lodge coming back and Haas coming back, it, uh, it looked like Pangai and uh, and Carrigan were the guys to lose some of those minutes, which was really annoying. And, and for those that brought him in as a keeper, that, at 7.54, he's a 57-point scorer. Um, so 26 is a big loss. and just didn't do much. 70, ta- 70 run meters, two tackle breaks, 17 tackles. Just just not good enough, unfortunately. And yeah, he's going to be a hold for another week and see what happens. But wow, if you bought him in this week, I'm I feel, feeling sorry for you. We've uh, also got Crofts come off the bench. Asako just come back down to earth after his big game. But still, you know, 43.5 average is, is cool. But his price rises will start to slow down now, uh, given he's 473k now. Uh, other than that, Remus Smith, 23. You know, 24 average. He's not going to make any cash for you, unfortunately. But you can use him as cover, uh, which is fine. Just leave him there and see what happens there. But wing full back and center. So there you go, guys. That's the update for Friday. Little Puppy was our king tonight. And uh, I hope you enjoyed those games. And I hope you enjoyed this video. And uh, we'll see you in the next one, guys. Have a great Saturday. See ya.